Okay, so today is going to be the your another day of your cybersecurity foundation course. So here we are going to talk about the offensive domain. So this is the your day eighth in the your cybersecurity offensive domain itself. Now, once again, myself Rishabh Putyal and I welcome all of you onto the cybersecurity fundamental course. Now we are on the offensive security domain. Today is this whole, uh, you know, practice uh, the whole course. It's day 22 and offensive security is day eight. So here we are going to talk about today a very simple thing, which is the DOS attack. Okay, which you have heard DOS or DDoS attack. Right, so there are going to be two things which we'll be discussing and this is the whole thing for the day. So what is my denial of service attacks? What are the categories and what are the DDoS and the botnets and then DOS tools then countermeasure to the your DOS attack. Very simple thing, simple focus for the day itself, right? So we will be going ahead and we will be starting with the denial of service. So when we are talking about the your denial of service over here, so when we talk about the denial of service, what it is going to be, it is going to be the attack on any computer or network that is going to reduce, restrict, or prevent the accessibility of system resource to its legitimate users. So if you know there is any attack that is going on and what it is doing, it is just simply restricting, reducing, or preventing the accessibility of a system. So let's just simply say that there was your Amazon account and you know you were free on the weekend and you think okay uh, let's just go and check my prime account and try to see one movie over there right and what you happen is when you are clicking on this your subscription is activated you are clicking on prime video and it is unavailable so yeah means it is kind of a down so what is happening a simple denial of service so service is not being provided to you okay so in the dos attack what attacker they are doing they are flooding the target with so many of non-legitimate service requests that the traffic, you know, it is going to overload the your resource itself. Okay, and now what it is going to be there, it is going to be unavailable for you. Now, if we are going to talk about these, you know, simple things, this is a basic thing that what is happening in the DOS attack, right? Systems they are not being available for you in simple terms. Now, I will ask you that. What kind of, uh, you know, you think that what kind of uh, security pillar is being compromised over here? So, you know, there are three security pillars, basic, C, I, A. So, which one is going to be compromised in the denial of service attack? Availability, right? So, availability is kind of your, availability is going to be in there, okay? So this is going to be the part which is going to work like this. So what we have, we have the availability being consumed over there. Now, sometimes you might have experience. So DOS, you know, we are saying that, you know, they are flooding the victim with the illegitimate, your traffic. Now, when I'm talking about the DOS, okay. Okay, this was the DOS, first of all. I will give you one more example going ahead. So you can see what is happening here. You are flooding the victim's system with more traffic that it can handle, right? So if there was a limit that, you know, your machine can handle, you know, your, let's say, for example, uh, 
200k right 200k of the traffic at a single time you know 200k request per second this was the handling rate and suddenly if it will increase for example and there are 5k suddenly 500k your request instantly so what is going to happen it is going to get overwhelmed right and it may crash may you know cause the system to go ahead and crash down okay now in this thing what is going to happen is second is flooding a service so we are talking about not only the system but a service as well so a lot of services are running on your system like irc you know or they, there is running like your you know, your ftp ssh and you are just flooding a particular service so many requests to that particular service to get connect that now it is not available to anyone you can't just simply go ahead and connect with that service that is going to be causing another your denial of service over there then crashing the tcp ip stack by sending the corrupt packets so that whole tcp ip stack that you were having in your system that could be corrupted over there as well now one of the example is yesterday if you remember during the sniffing what i was saying that when the dscp starvation attack was happening okay and with that there was the dscp rook server so what i was saying that you can first send the wrong tcp ip you know settings to the your victim now once you get that or you can do what you can give the particular system a particular ip address which is no longer which is not working it is a kind of a fake or bogus ip address so you are you are going to be completely unable to access the network due to this right so again this is a kind of the denial of service to that user so what is happening this could be done by these kind of the attacks as well which we were discussing yesterday then crashing a service by interacting with it in unexpected manner so it is expecting a specific type of response from you that this kind of a process you need to perform or these kind of steps you need to take but instead of that what you did you goes ahead and you give some different kind of a packets like if you remember uh pin scan right so what was happening with the fin scan was you're sending a fin okay uh, and to start the communication which was not a valid packet or xmos fin push urge so you know doing something like this and sending those many of requests that it become crashed then hanging a system to causing it to go into the infinite loop you know creating the deadlock kind of a situation where you will be consuming resource and then you know you are waiting for another resource to get free and what is happening instead of that you know and that is waiting for someone else someone else you know and this whole cycle will keep go and it will be kind of a deadlock similarly to that deadlock here also is going to be the your same you know scenario over here which will be creating a loop infinite loop and you know your query will never get resolved and you will be facing the denial of service so these denial of service could be a number of things like i was saying giving you some tcp ip packet and making it corrupt and you know your system corrupt you're giving you the bogus ip address so there are a number of way in the doing the denial of service attacks itself now there is the your this is the denial of service then there is something which we call ddos right 
So these kind of the definitions are actually kind of an idea onto the distributive denial of service. So the, you know this distributed denial of service is kind of a more of a coordinated attack. Okay, so when we are going to talk about it, it is going to be more of your coordinated attack, which is going to involve multiple compromised system. You know the botnet which we were talking about on the malware to attack a single target over there. Okay, now this thereby what they will be doing when they will be sending this much of a data it will make that targeted system unavailable for the authentic users genuine users they will be unable to access that okay that is going to be the distributive denial of service now due to this what could be the impact right loss of goodwill then there is going to be the loss of goodwill means People will be start losing the trust on that particular website, okay, of the system or service itself. You know, it can simply disable your network as well, so you can't just do anything, move any file around or anything. That will be the disabling the network over there. So once the network is gone, you know, basic that is the basic network is basically the backbone of our organization. So that is gone. So means a lot of further impact could be there. Those are like financial loss. So let's say that you were an e-com website and you were down for let's say three hours, four hours. So that means you are going to lose your customers. You know they might be going to other e-commerce websites. Okay, all these kind of a things. Uh, plus, you know there is a damage to your uh, reputations as well, and you start losing the money over the time. So financial loss are inevitable. Then you know as I was saying, disabling the network and all these things. This can make that whole organization disabled. So you can't access your system. You can't get in. You can't get out. That is going to be part of the impact of the denial of service. Now, one more thing that I want to ask, you know, and you know, uh, to everyone, that is going to be the your. Do you think always the denial of service is due to the malicious traffic? Is your is your DDoS always due to malicious traffic? No, not always, right? So, so everyone who was saying no, they are right. Why? You know, there could be some time a legitimate traffic that leads to your denial of service or distributed denial of service attack. How? Uh, you know, a few examples that you might have seen around you. Like I remember in India, uh, around 2014, uh, we used to have, the, you know, we were having very first. There is our local uh, e-commerce website with the name Flipkart. So what they were having, they were having a sale day, big billion sale. So it was happening for first time, and it was quite cheap product you were getting. Means, uh, you know, a, a USB stick for around a single cent. Right, one cent, two cents. Okay, uh, that whole. If you will be talking about, at that time Nokia Lumia 920 was there, so it was costing around twenty dollar or something only. Right, so you know those were the prices, and everyone goes like crazy over there, and they start you know at 10 a.m. in the morning the sale was about to start, and that much traffic reached that till your 10 2 or 10 5 people start getting bad request gateway service unavailable different different errors onto the pages why 
because this kind of a things they trap you know go towards that and it was having the whole thing okay so from that they have learned they have improved their infrastructure they start having the multiple servers and what it did due to this if you have seen now in the present scenario very less of the you know breakage or downs that happen over here so this is something that could be done by the totally legitimate traffic and attacker they use this kind of a concept as well so they might be putting on the sites like twitter okay they could be you know uh, they could be putting it like the you know in the twitter or in the facebook that this is the free you know product that is being delivered and what happened everyone will be like going crazy and everyone will be just going over there and you know increasing the load and in there then attacker they will be very smartly introducing their malicious traffic as well okay so that can also be done you can use these kind of a tricks as well so here you can see how ddos attack work where attackers they are having what they are doing this is one person is the attacker now there will be the botnets okay botnets these are the botnets remember uh, the simple definition that i was telling you the collection of the bots although going ahead we'll be talking about the different type of this as well but here they have the handler or we can say a manager to that you will be submitting your request your submit your request will go over send through these pcs and send to the target network so if you will be seeing the two of your requests that you sent it multiplied like you know nine times each way and just reaching around 18 requests onto the my target so this is something that you can also use as well as the ddos attack here now we will be talk, going ahead and talking about the three different categories of your dos ddos attacks first of all we are going to talk about the different categories of the your volume or category of the ddos attack over here okay now what i am going to happen is okay three kind of the category volume protocol and application base so there are three categories to your particular uh what we say there are going to be the three categories of your ddos attacks first is volume name is Thing that it should be related to volume second you will be targeting a specific kind of a pro protocol and the right name is testing the application layer one is going to be the target of the your attackers so application layer application layer resources that is going to be the target now we will be starting with the volumetric attack volumetric attack okay so what it is doing in this one as volume what attacker will try to do they will try to consume bandwidth of your network okay bandwidth of your target network services between the target network service and the rest of the internet to cause the traffic blockage and preventing the access to the legitimate user okay so simple their target is that you know how many bits they can send at a particular time right so this will be there you know, something that they will try to consume okay they will try to consume your network bandwidth and that's why it is going to consider or calculated or measured in the bits per second that how much bits per second you are getting right the size will be depending on this particular kind of a scenario this will be where you will be you know depending again so it will be depending on the bits per second how many bits you are being sent per second so in this one you will be seeing 
some examples they are writing like udp icmp threat ping of that which you might have heard like the pod right so there is going to be like ping of that or smurf attack but if we have to divide this onto the bigger category so there is going to be one flooding and one is going to be the amplification okay i will be coming back and explaining some of the amplification facts to you guys later on but for now there is the you know these are the some example like udp flood and that means what they are sending too much traffic over to osu means larger packet size large packet size the larger the packet that they will be sending it will be much easier for them to consume the bandwidth right so they will try to send the maximum packet size that is going to be allowed on your particular server or services they will try to consume all of that with each of their request over there okay so going ahead you will be seeing the example like this you know of flooding so we will be looking into the different different ways of doing the flooding itself right so you know udmp and you can see the icmp as well so all these kind of a things you will be easily going ahead and you can check them out as well that what is going to be in there how things will be all those things so i'll be showing you this thing simply you know so you know I, today it's, it's everything is pretty much simple small short then there is going to be the protocol. So protocol attack, it consume the resources like your connection state table, you know, which is present in the network infrastructure component such as load balancer, firewall and application servers. So what is happening in the protocol? It will try to consume your network resources in simple term. What it is trying to do, it is try to consume your network resources. Your resources like firewall load balancer application servers all these things how they are trying to send too many packets too many packets over there and what it will be doing these will be lots of packet and this will cause you know things like your state table which will be keeping the record of the any request response they will fill like just like yesterday we were doing the your flooding attack kind of a thing so you were sending a too many of the requests so that it is whatever is the needed uh, the you know whatever is needed to you that will just kind of open you know just like here you will send a lot of packet and the state table is filled so in the data flooding you are wanting what that switch to flood right once it flood it will be easy cake for you to sniffing the data so similar concept here as well that you will be attacking the or you will try to consume the resources so try to send too many packets over there now magnitude of this will be calculated in the packets per second pps how much packet per second were being sent over there that is going to be the one part now there is going to be the some example sin flood egg flood and fragmentation attack so with the fragmentation you will be fragmenting your packet into the smaller 8-bit size and then forward it to the your target so there is ACK and sin as well sin flood attack ACK flood attack that is also going to be the part of it now after the protocol attacks what we have okay some example of the sin flood that how sin flood will be happening okay there is going to be the sin flood attacks example okay sin flood act flood attacks example we'll be seeing these things 
in the after the theory part now we are going to talk about the application layer security or application layer attacks over here now in application layer so you have consumed bandwidth in volumetric you have consumed the packets okay in the protocol attack now it's time for the application layer where attacker will try to consume the resource or service of an application thereby making it the application unavailable for the legitimate user itself so they are trying to consume all the network resources that oh sorry application layer resources that is going to be in there and it will be calculated as the request per second okay there is going to be the http get or post attack method so if you are familiar get and post get if you have to think that you are sending a request like the you know to the okay uh, when we are talking about the you know http so they usually send the if you will i will say url type of a part that will be the head okay the rest will be the body will be the like you know your uh, post part right so get could be this one you it's simple if you want to understand post could be your you know whole body part over there so that kind of the bit of a small differences are there so what it will be doing the attacker they will try to consume get and post attack method they when we'll be discussing about them you will understand like they will try to keep you on wait then there is going to be the solaris attack okay so you know one another attack that is having its own merit okay so which will be you know talking about as well now what we have to do is we will be going ahead and we will be talking about you know these are the few simplest thing that is there now going ahead there will be the discussion on permanent denial of service distributed reflection and then we will be going or reaching to the dos and ddos botnets so before we talk about them there is going to be the few another scenarios as well like you know when we were talking about the your which one was that just a sec yes here volumetric attack so we just discuss about the something that was called your you know flat ping of that and the amplification one so here we will be just going ahead and you know doing something like amplifications you know explanation but before of that if you know we are talking about the udp flood what is happening in the udp flood in udp flood you are just going ahead and flooding the particular target over there so you keep sending the udp flood so if this is the target okay now what will happen from your machine you will be sending the spoofed you will sending the spoofed udp packet and at very high rate right so lots and lots and lots of udp packets will be sent at the particular one okay and then what is going to be there this udp packet they will cause the server to repeatedly check for any non existent application and the port now what will happen when your resource are consuming in in the checking the port that what is going to arrive and all this kind of a thing now this kind of in that particular kind of thing your system will start becoming slow and your particular system might give you know reach to a point where you are just getting the answer like the error reply right in the icmp destination unreachable packet right so this is something that will be happening with the udp means you are sending the udp packet same icmp sending the icmp ping of that we will be seeing this thing through right 
how ping of that we are going to perform so you know pod will be performing it a bit later on that is happening over there so in the icmp you are just going ahead and you are okay uh, when we are talking about these as well they are going to go ahead and icmp probably you know why network administrator why they use it uh, this is just to troubleshoot or for the you know error messaging if there is any untroubled packet so you'll be sending icmp echo request and all so with the icmp you will keep sending the echo and there will be the reply then you will be spoofing some ip addresses and you know make those requests response go there right these kind of things are going to be the bit of the part which we need to be aware about and then there is going to be the ping of that attack where attacker they will try to crash or freeze the target system by sending a very big oversight packet with the simple ping command so that is also going to be there so you know actually when we are talking about this we have a standard rfc 791 ip which is kind of you know giving the limit of a packet size that what is the maximum packet size that is allowed so what is the maximum packet size that is going to be allowed okay so maximum packet size that is allowed is going to be the 655535 over here okay so this is the size limit prescribed by the your rfc 791 so what is happening if some of the services is allowing bigger packet size than this they are obviously under the threat itself okay so this is going to be over there one thing now you know then there comes something like the amplification attacks so let me just erase all this thing and let me you know make you understand what is going to be the your what is going to be the amplification attack now as name is suggesting your attacks are going to be amplified over there so in simple terms you know if there is an you know user over here user a okay and this user a i'm going to give okay let me just pick some name from the our you know session itself. so i'm just scrolling down randomly i will be looking you know, stopping at our place okay so i'm having the your two user one i'm having the punkage for example okay now punkage and again i will scroll down so i have another user rohit okay so they were working and they have a verbal fight onto some topic. Now, Pankaj come to know that Rohit is handling some web server or web services, and he thinks that, okay, now it's time to teach Rohit a lesson, right? So what he did, he think, okay, now I'm going to bring you know, the service that he is using down over there. So what he did, he used something like your botnets, okay? So as I was saying, collection of the bots that is going to be the botnet. Okay, so this botnet, these are you know usually up for hire so then there is going to be something like your manager now the pankaj will be sending with the spoofed ip of rohit any message that this particular person needs a response not me okay so what attacker will be doing using this kind of the you know server and now let's say that this one is having the multiple of the resources over here right so it keep going on it is having hundreds and hundreds of your 
resources onto the part of this one botnet. Okay, so remember botnet bot was the some commanded and controlled by someone else, right? So this is the manager. So to manager we submit a request that okay, I want to send a packet over there. So if for example in this one I am using a simple ICMP protocol which we use in the ping, right? ICMP packet which used in the ping. So this is the call ICMP amplification attack. Okay, so what this we are seeing, this is the amplification attacks. Okay, we send a simple ICMP packet and the response now from all these machines will be sent to Rohit. If you will see, the one request sent by my attacker is now multiplied and being sent over again and again in n number of ways towards the Rohit. Right, so suddenly traffic that one request has increased the lot of traffic on my target. So ICMP amplification attack, they are most commonly they are known as the your Smurf attack. Smurf attack over here. Now, you know, these are based on sending the high volume of ICMP ping packet to your target host. Simple. This is the simplest one. Now. I can also choose DNS over here. Instead of ICMP, I can choose DNS as well. Now it will become DNS amplification attack. So in this attack, what attacker will do, attacker will send a DNS query with the victim's IP address to the to any of the DNS server. Right. Now the which reply is going to be spoofed address of the DNS response. Now what is going to happen if Packet requests additional information like you know you send a request here that you know send the information like the zone information, right? So it will be having the you know uh, these will be querying on behalf of you with this spoof IP address and what will happen? You are asking the zone and you know zones and any additional details from the DNS server. So what will be happening in that particular case if you are asking something like this? The size of the packet will increase and it will be increased drastically. Okay, and it could be uh, the response packet that is coming from the DNS. It could be 179 times of the size of a normal DNS response packet. So if you said that, you know, I want some additional information. So that size will be increased directly and. Okay, that size will be increased directly and the response packet will be 179 times of the of normal DNS reply. So you can assume that it is going to be a very big packet with additional details over there. Okay, and when the multiple fake queries like this will be sent and then there will be the response from that several DNS server replaying simultaneously. So it is going to be easily overwhelmed, right? Rohit system could be easily overwhelmed because the size could be 179 times. Then in this simple one, instead of DNS, I am also I can use the UDP. Okay, so in the UDP amplification, you know, it is the kind of inside your DNS amplification attack. Okay, so what you know, what they are, they are, they can use the other network services as well, but a simple thing is that when you are using the UDP this time, it will call your fraggle attack. Okay, so you want the response over there, and these kind of a, you know, scenarios are going to be there. So usually Smurf and fraggle in the modern scenario, very, Highly doubtable means you know, not always they are going to work, right? Because 
blocking the ICMP, UDP request to the investigation. These things are very common nowadays. Okay, so this is the something that could be not working properly. Then there is also the NTP amplification. So, you know, when we have this is the your time protocol. So what is happening with the NTP? NTP, you know, it is another kind of the UDP amplification attack. In this, you are spoofing the target IP at the second and sending the mon list request. So NTP, it sends the mon list request to the NTP servers. So this time manager will be the you know head of NTP servers. Now, NTP server, you know, uh, mon list request. You know, you will be sending a mon list request to an NTP server, and response size could be 557 times around of the normal initial request. Okay, 557 times of the normal your initial request itself. So you can see these many requests, they are coming back and it will be like, you know, 557 times. So it means already you're sending a very massive amount of data to your target itself, right? So this is something that is happening with the your amplification attacks itself. So these are the some of the very basic types, you know, that we have discussed earlier, you know, in the very beginning itself, that what is these kind of the your attacks itself. Now, there are other type of attacks as well, which we were, you know, uh, talking about as well. So here's what you are seeing. First is sin flood. If I will explain sin flood automatically, this acknowledgement flood will be explained. How, you know, what if you remember TCP three-way handshake, how the normal communication should happen? Sin, SYNAC, and ACK, right? This is the three-way handshake. Okay, now what attacker will do target, it will be sending a SYN flag. Okay, to the target you send a SYN flag. Then instead of no, it replied back and it replied with the SYNAC and what is happening, you are not sending the ACK. Then again you send another SYN. Then again you send another SYN. Then again you send another SYN. So keep doing this thing. Now what is happening, your target server, it will it is waiting for the response here for this response. So your resources are, you know, being dedicated for that waiting purpose that some res response will be going to be there. And what is happening? There is going to be the your just endless kind of the ending over there. And you know what is happening? You just keep waiting for that. And that response is never going to come and you are assigning your resources to go and, you know, complete the three way handshake. So this is the one way of doing the your particular attacks as well. And apart from that, what attacker they can do, they can do this fragmentation attack where they, the one packet could be divided into the small eight bytes packet. Okay, eight, eight bytes packet, a small, small packets, they can be divided over there. So usually what will happen, attacker, they will be sending the large fragmented packets to the web server, okay, with the relatively small packet rate itself. So what is happening? They are going to send that kind of a packet, very small, small, which will be easily passed through the equipment such as router, firewall, IDS, IPS. So, you know, by firewall bypassing techniques, when we were talking about there, we were talking about the fragmentation as well. So now what is happening? These packets that you will be sending, they will be having the randomized order and then they will be having the something like, you know, you are going to break them into a packet which is never going to get assembled by themselves. You know, the wrong, 
you know, sequence ID and all these things you'll be putting over there. And, you know, it is never going to go ahead and going to give you the solution over there. So this is going to be the bit idea regarding the your fragmentation and in acknowledgement, what is happening? You are sending instead of sin, this time you are sending the act. Now, when you will be sending the act, your target will get confused at why I received this act. So what it will do, it will be usually looking that for which particular request I am getting this acknowledgement and they will dedicate their its resources to go ahead and then keep waiting for this. And in the fragmentation, same happen. You know, you never send the full packet and you know, you try to reassemble it as well. And when it, you know, uh, some packets are missing. Okay, now what is happening? You will keep waiting. Your resources are waiting that, okay, and you know, can we get something or this packet will be complete or not? And your, you know, uh, things will be totally dedicated for that. Right? So this is going to be the, you know, your problem over here. Right? So this is something that what we are having at this particular point, like, you know, this is the protocol attacks that what they are do using, you know, misusing the some protocols itself over there. So there is going to be these kind of the attacks, which we can deal with as well. Now, we also have something like your as you know, that application layer attack. So in the application layer attack, they are trying to get your resources, which is dealing with you know, like your server itself. So HTTP client like web browser, they connect to a web server through the HTTP protocol itself. Now these requests, they can be either HTTP get or HTTP post itself. Now in HTTP get attack attacker, they will use a time delay time delay your HTTP header. Okay, to maintain HTTP connection and exhaust the web server's resources. So this is the one thing. So they will be seeing the time delay header. So, you know, time delay means after a specific time, they will keep sending them and keeping the connections open for longer and longer period of time. So what will happen? They will keep them open, open. So you are keep assigning those resources over there. And in the end, there will be a situation when, you know, a lot of the resources are being consumed over there. And in the post HTTP post method attacker, they will send HTTP requests with the complete header. Header is this time complete, but incomplete message body. Message body is incomplete. So, you know, what will happen? The, it will be sent to the target web server or application. Now, it will make server to wait for the rest of the message of the body. Now, that message body, rest of the message body. So you are sending the incomplete message in the, you know, post method over there and server will be waiting that there will be some response, server will be just, you know, with response. In the get, you are sending the incomplete header. And in the post, you are sending the incomplete message body and your server is keep waiting that, okay, when this is going to come and it will be never, it, it is never going to come and it is going to be, in the state where your lot of resources are still in waiting and legitimate user, they can't get their query resolved. So that would be one thing. And then there is the slow risk attack. So in this one, again, attacker will be sending the partial HTTP request. Right? So same thing will happen. Due to that partial one, target server will be opening the multiple open connection and keep waiting for them to complete. Now, these requests, they will not be complete and a result, the target server, the, there will be maximum concurrent connection will be going on one after another. So this is going to be the something 
that is going to be the part of the your you know making the web server resources waiting and waiting and that's why we have the wait policies that how long you should be waiting for any response to reach and when that connection should be terminated you have to decide that because if it will be keep going on you know you will be always just keep waiting for the something to happen and it is never going to be reached over there okay now if we talk about there are few more things there is something like called permanent dos pdos okay so this is also known as you know false sign okay so it refer to the attack that cause irreversible damage to your system hardware now okay so in some attacks what we were having we were playing with descending a lot of traffic and all these things means if i have a better way or solution or network devices i can handle them i can clear my cache i can reboot them but in here there will be something like irreversible damage to your system over there now what they did they just like it could be a physical attack as well they go and they can just kind of just you know uh, breakage your wires or they kind of you know just crack your rams or something like that so this will be uh, something that is going to be the irreversible you, know, you have to replace or reinstall that hardware part okay so that is something that is going to be the your permanent denial of service so this kind of thing is known as the breaking the system right so you know and these kind of a thing could be you know attacker they can send some fraudulent hardware updates to you know victim that you know we are from this company and you need to do this kind of a thing or they will be making you to do the something you know software wise update the you know uh, you know your different different programs counters and all those kind of a thing okay so that is going to be the there or even they will be wanting you to upgrade your firmware to a fake one so that they can control the whole thing over there so this is something that is going to be the into the part of your permanent denial of service and then there is something that we know as the distributed reflection denial of service okay which is known as simply the spoofed attack so you have to spoof the ip addresses over here okay it involves use of multiple intermediary and secondary machine to contribute to the ddos attack against the target machine itself so attacker will be first going to the intermediate victim intermediate to secondary victim and from there to the your target so multiple targets are you know sorry multiple machineries are involved in the this part now attacker they launch this attack by sending request to the first intermediary host which then redirect the request to the secondary machine which in turn reflect the attack traffic to the target so you know just from one traffic to another and then it is reaching to the your target so that is going to be the distributed reflection denial of service over here now next thing is going to be the bit of the discussion on the bot nets right so we have already talked about the bot on the other day so i was giving you a kind of a one liner on the bot so bot is something that is commanded and controlled by someone else now you know if someone is controlling that like i have installed a trojan 
or a malware or a create a backdoor through which I can control the system. Okay, I can just simply send a command and control the system. So I am going to be the owner and this is going to be my particular bot. Okay, so when you have the collection of like these bots, collection of these compromised devices, they can that can be used by an attacker to launch a denial of service attack. That will be, you know, one example. The collection of bot is being used for that. So in the example of even my ransomware, if you remember, we were using a botnet. Right, so that is also going to be in there. In the amplification attacks, we are doing what? We are using the your botnets. Now, botnets can generate DDoS attacks, which consume bandwidth of the victim computer, and botnet can also overload a system, wasting valuable host system resource and destroying the network community. So you are just simply keeps you know controlling the bots over there. So they will be having, they will be commanded and controlled by someone else. And when you'll be learning about them, you'll be seeing that over to the dark net, multiple of your, uh, you know, botnet servers are up for sale or higher, you know, those kind of things are going to be in there. So in here, you know, you were using in the amplification attack as well. We were having something like this. There is going to be one attacker. That one attacker, will be having the multiple of the system under the control. Okay, multiple of the system under the control itself. When you have that multiple of the system under the control, you know, through that you can request and then that send it, you know, all the traffic to the target over here. That's as simple as that, right? So now before we just talk about the, your DDoS tools that is there, you might have heard something like low orbit ion cannon, high orbit ion cannons as well. So, you know, some third party tools as well, which you can directly use. We will be using some simple and free ones, which is going to be available for us free of cost. Okay, so we'll be using that. So let me just log in over here. Okay. Okay. So this is from the evening session. Uh, now we are talking about the your DOS attack. So there are going to be the something like there, you know, which you can easily use. So yes, there are some third party tools which you can always use low orbit high ion cannon, high orbit ion cannons. These kind of things are always available for us to use. But simply, you know, we have learned a very valuable tool that is the Metasploit framework, right? So that can also help you to do something or perform something like your uh, sin flood. Yes, there is the sin flood one, the particular exploit which we can use over there. So what we are going to do, we are going to go ahead and we are going to start with the your Metasploit framework. So we'll be going with that MSF console. First of all, let me start that one. Okay, and my target here already Metasploit 2 machine. So if you guys remember, I will go ahead. And if you remember, what was the ARP scan? 192.168.20.149. So in these session CDs, oh, this was the 149 was the IP address of my Metasploit framework. 
Oh, metasploitable two machines. Sorry, my bad. 149. This is my target. Metasploitable two, right? So this is something that is going to be in there. So you can check if you remember. I think uh, if I will go to the desktop and in that metasploitable two folder, and I will do ls. So there was the nmap scan, right? So in the nmap scan, you can simply go ahead and check that whether or not uh, which ports are open or not like there is a very simple one ftp port as well in there so what i can do i can try to go ahead and connect to the ftp so i have to start with the sin so i need to do the sin flood over here so for that very simple and basic practice that what we have done till now we'll be doing the same we will minimize this we will go in here and in this one i will be searching for the in flood and let's see whether we find something so there is one auxiliary for the sin flood that we have find okay so we will go with this thing we will use the use zero right so my auxiliary it changed to dos tcp and your shin flood so what i will do i will go ahead and do this something like the show options okay simple like what we were doing in the others as well so now in here it is asking for interface i think i i'm not going to require that thing i'm going to require the remote host the target right so required no required no so i don't need the number of sin and all that you want to send yes it required the target host is required that what we want to send over there first thing is that then there is going to be the another thing SOS, which is kind of no right so you, if you want you can't do this but i will show you this thing right that this will be a bit of a fun to go ahead and work with that so what it is it is the spoofable source address remember i was telling you that to give someone else's email or ip address so that all the response will be going in there right so we can do something like that as well so we will be doing these things so some spoofable so all the dos requests that will be going to my target it will be going from this particular address and it will look like that all these address are you know, things are being sent by the my particular spoof ip address so for that's why i have run this window xp as well so if you see its ip address will be here 167 so i will spoof this thing Oops. Okay, so I will spoof the IP address of this machine. So all the requests will seem like that everything is popping up, or you know, the attacker is this window XP. So I can spoof the IP address as well. So if you want to you know source port to define, so you can define the source port as well that from your system which port the traffic should initiate. So all that kind of things are there. So we have to go ahead and even I can set the R port as well. Okay, right now by default it is 80, and I am trying it on the port number 21 after this let's just try this on the port number 80 as well let's just see that whether it will work there or not so i will be going ahead and setting the our host and that will be 168.20.149 okay this is going to be in there 
149 yes remote target is this now set our port so port number 21 first let's show you let you show this thing then i will see set your spoof port first post okay this thing okay guys so you know life is very short from you know learn from your mistakes so learn from my mistakes wherever i am making the mistakes learn from them okay so here we are setting up the s host and everything i can again go ahead and check the show options so i will go in here and all these things are working properly over here great right so these things are has been set up now now simple thing that is run here is allowed us to do is type run or exploit and it will be start doing this in flooding so i will give it a few seconds to run okay i want it to flood first then i will try to go ahead and try to log in over there oh and i start doing this with this i could have done one more thing okay if i will go ahead and open my wireshark although if i would have installed it on the my target okay that would have shown the better one but it might become slow my target can become slow due to all this dos attack so that's why you know i am just capturing the packets on my machine itself just to show you that what is going on okay on the ethernet zero port now if you will see right now lot of packets are being sent and all of them are saying since 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 some other packets in between is a normal communication going on so since packets are going if you will see mostly right if i will stop capturing this thing if you will notice this thing most of them are the sin going on and what they are saying from where they are going to where if you notice this thing uh anonate option and your pencil tool here if you will notice first of all all are sin right then you know what is there source 167 and destination 149 so if you guys remember 149 is going to be the my metasploit metasploitable machine target which is my target okay and my 167 is the xp not the kali machine but here where i am kali but it is spoofing the xp right it is spoofing the xp if you see the notice f167 is the xp and it is saying source is xp but no in reality source is 133 my kali machine but that's why i was showing you that spoof option i could have started with the simple then the spoof but i think that okay let's just start with the spoofing itself right so this is the option that is happening and all these requests are going from one place to another and it will be making a but okay i hope it do not crash the whole thing it all together okay so let me just go ahead and i oh uh stop this thing but without saving okay here i will oh i too should not have closed that okay no issues so synfred is still going on what i will try to do if you remember last time there was anonymous user which we were using to go ahead and connect so ftp and uh your one 92.168.20.149 and enter 
So you will see no responses coming. Okay, FTP connection timeout. So it is not allowing me to go ahead and connect. Right? Why? Because I am overwhelming it with my particular, you know, uh, your I uh, lot of sin flood packets over there, one after another. We are just gonna go ahead and we keep doing this thing uh, one after another. So what I will do, I will go ahead and do this simple like this. First, let me just close the you know the connection that I'm trying to make. Do this something like exit. Okay, now. In here. Uh, I will be oh, where is that the mush? Where we are running the this one. So let me just go ahead and uh, let me where I will be clicking. Yeah. So let me just go ahead and press Control Z, and that is oh, Control C. I should have pressed. I have closed the whole MSF console again. I have to set everything. Okay. So this time we will try to go onto the port number eighty. Why on the eighty? If I will see. The web browser, I will open the web browser. Okay, automatic DDoS. Okay, in here. Okay, so in here, what we are going to do if I will open this meta spreadable tool. So you will see there is going to be this, you know, meta exploitable two kind of a thing running over here. Okay, this is a web server that is being hosted. So why don't we try to go ahead and bring it down as well? So, you know, hopefully, you know, that is that should be enough. The traffic from here should be enough. So again, I will use your sin flood. Okay, there is going to be the again. Show options. Uh, set our host target is 192.168.20.149. Okay. Set our no our port is already set to 80. Good. Uh, I will be going ahead and doing it onto the your. Okay, I hope this is the port number 80 where we are accessing it. Okay. okay, one thing is this. And your set spoofed be as well, right? S host. Okay, one nine two one six eight dot two zero dot one sixty seven. Right now, 
this these are the few things that is going to be in here now what we have done we have set the target we have we are just going to simply type run or exploit whatever you you know this time let me show you the exploit exploit and enter and it will start synflex so we will give it the one or two minutes as well okay so uh, you know we waited i hope uh, this is going to work or not okay hopefully there is no cache that uh, okay still working okay now you see that i try it with the new browser and try to open it it just keep loading right and connection has time out right so this is very simple kind of a thing that what we can do going ahead itself okay this is the your very simple of the sin flood using this kind of a thing now uh, if you guys remember i was talking in the when we were on the ping uh, last week right on the offensive side and we were talking about you know whether your target is alive or not so you're we talking about the ping so there you know one more tool with the similar kind of a name uh, first let me just stop the msf console from doing all these crazy things control c and i i can force quit all target and i just you know saying that yeah task is done okay so let me just minimize this one now you know to do the dos attack this is not the only way there is also going to be the your other your ways as well so again in the your particular yeah yeah if i will go back okay we are at this particular part and here i am going to write like that what is going to be possible so in this one we will be typing like uh, okay so there is a tool with the name hping3 hping3 hyphen h help so what happened just like nmap it was giving you some flexibility of crafting your packet this one is also the you know tool which will be giving you the packet crafting capabilities over there right so what we will be doing now we will be going ahead and we will be just simply kind of flooding the you know start doing the flood attacks one more time over here now this time what we are going to do is we will be going and use this thing so it is allow you to you know craft your packets according to your need so we'll be doing the ddos attack using the hping3 over here so hping3 it is able to perform th things like the sin flooding ping of death flooding right udp application layer you know flooding all these kind of thing it is able to perform over there itself so we will be starting with this and you know doing the very simple simple kind of a flooding you know over here now what we will do we will be going ahead and first of all we are going to go ahead and perform the just sec so uh, some of them are on the slides as well which we were using like here okay this one udp flood attack so if you have to do the udp flood attack you can simply go with the hyphen hyphen udp and hyphen hyphen flood itself so hyphen hyphen udp will be making sure that you are using the udp packet so this is a more of a packet crafter tool so in the packet crafter what you are going to expect over here is make the full screen so a lot of the option you will see so you can start with the n number of ways of going ahead that what you want to do help version faster you know debug mode how which kind of mode you want so hyphen 2 or hyphen hyphen udp for udp mode that i want to switch to the udp mode to my packets if you want to spoof the packet this is the option spoof source address 
right? So TTL, where you want to go with the default TTL or change the TTL, that is going to be in there. Hyphen hyphen MTU set virtual MTUs. Okay, so different different option frag split packet into more. So that fragment kind of a one also. So you have to just play with these options. With ICMP, different options are there. With UDP, TCP, setting a base port or you know changing the flags, which flag need to be set, everything will be the part of it. So same thing you are going to do here as well. We will use HPing3, like simple hyphen hyphen UDP, nothing else. Then hyphen hyphen flat and give my target system over there. Uh, yeah. So first, let me just check whether my target has recovered from this one or not. So I think I will not require this thing uh, anymore. MSF console. So let me clear this one. And let me just check the your. You know that FTP connection is back or I need to restart the you know metasplatable too. So FTP. Now you can see it is asking for the name. So if you want now, you know, you can go ahead. And this was having that anonymous login allowed, you know. Then then, you know, you can see. Like this, okay. You know, it's working, so that's good. Totally means it is perfectly working right now. Now HPing is a bit faster as well. You know, you can change its speed as well. If you were saying earlier, there was the options as well. So I'm going to give the target. One, I'm not spoofing or doing anything. I'm simply from my IP address itself. I'm pinging or I'm doing the flood attack over there. On the my target. Okay, so it will be going ahead and you can see where the you know, port will be selected and all these kind of thing if you want to select the port. So which port you want to flood? That is I think important which we forgot to do. So hyphen P. I don't want to go with the default port because here default port is zero. So I will be going with the hyphen P22 SSH. Or let's just try 21 again, you know, or 22 as well for that matter. Okay, and do this thing. No reply will be shown over here. So yeah, we are just waiting for a few seconds. I know again like a minute or so so that it can bring the whole thing down over here and we, we will be doing this in flood again from here so i'm just showing you the uh okay with this one while this is happening uh let me do one thing so wireshark where is wireshark why did i close that one So if you will see a lot of UDP packets are going on, right? A lot of UDP packet. From my machine to target because I didn't give the spoof option over here. Okay, so they will keep going on, keep going on. You can pick any one of them up. You can check the UDP data destination port, source port from where they are going, right? Anything that you want. You will be having the whole value and everything over here. So you can see a lot of UDP packets are going on, right? So what we will do, we will just go ahead and uh, um, we will be let it minimize this thing. We will come back and we will be just simply seeing the your UDP attacks over here. So yeah, while it is running, one more thing. Again, try to do the your port number 22, right? 
SSH and the your MSF MSF admin at the rate. Okay, it's, it's still working. Great. Okay, usually it should be by down by now. Okay, so I think we might need to wait for a few more minutes. Okay, so let me just clear this screen here. Okay, we might need to wait for a few more minutes, but you know, uh, we are not going to wait for everything. Okay, 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 okay. Do not capture everything. So we are just going to go ahead and close this one. I think it hit the limit with without saving. Okay, for one session, the limit that was there, it was already saved. So why Shark again launching this one? Going back uh, to the my over here, and if I will press Control C over here, you will see around these many packets were transmitted in the meantime over here. Okay, so you can have something like this. So this was a more of a UDP flood. I think UDP flood is not uh, not that much effective on the port number 22. Okay, this was something that you know. Uh, you know that I had to thought about before launching that one. What is the problem over there? Okay, but apart from that what we can do is we can use the Let me use it a bit differently now Again in the hping what I'm going to use hping 3 This time sin flood again, so sin flood with the hyphen s what it will do it will be setting up my sin flag Okay that I need to send the sin flag. Here you will can see, yeah, here it will be somewhere, yeah. Set the sin flag, that's what I'm saying. Now, we will be giving the target IP address. Okay, this one. Now, we are gonna go and which address we want to spoof, hyphen A. So, A, A, A uh, the spoof address, remember I was showing you in the help menu, A for the spoof, so spoofing the 127.20. Last time I didn't spoof with the UDP one. Here I'm gonna go ahead and I'm going to do something like this 20.167, right? Spoofing the spoofable IP address hyphen P22. And last time I forgot I was sending UDP to a SSH one. Okay, so this time port number 22 again, the same one. And what I will do, I will be sending the your also like and flood hyphen hyphen flood option that flooded send the n number of the resources and enter simple as that okay so we will wait for a few seconds over here and then we will be switching on to the next one and try to do the you know again ssh connection over there so let me just open a new your up terminal shell 
I close the last one. Uh, let me just go ahead and you know bring this one a new one. Increase its size. Minimize this, minimize this, minimize this. And here Ethernet zero. I will start capturing the packet. So you can see from 140, 167, my spoofed IP address to my target IP address. They keep sending this one. Right and bit pretty interesting and color coded. This you know outputs are also being popped up over here. So I can simply stop it. I think it's enough capture files. Okay, I can go back to the new tab which I open, and here again I can do that. What was that? SSH MSF admin, and this IP address I will enter it. And now if you will see from the no destination IP was correct. If I am right. This is the destination IP. Okay, this is the spoof IP. Okay, so some message I read in the chat. That's why I'm responding. Okay, here. Now you can see SSH is not asking me to enter the username or you know password over there. Last time when I was doing, it was allowing me. Okay, this time if you will see that there is none that can be you know it is not allowing me to do the RDP connection. So I will go in here and I will stop this thing again. Okay, so what happened? These many packets has been sent all around till now. So what we have, so uh, you know, in very little time, you have sent a huge number of packets. You have flooded that particular SSH service over there, and HPing is a very good flooding tool, okay, which is coming over there, and you know, whole things that is there. Now what we can do, you know, in the usually in the Wireshark, there are a lot of the other options as well. So you can, if you want to check the statics. There will be something like graph, you know, input output graph over here, which you can usually check. It will be giving you the list of the whole thing. Ah, I was hoping that it can give us. Yeah, here. Okay, the graph is now here. Okay, TCP errors. So you can see a heap of the things that it is just showing you the you know color coding is saying that what happened. All packets that are being sent is this one bar line. All these kind of things. So what happened is that you capture the you know the whole view, the number of TCP packet that is going to be captured by according to the screenshot. You can see all these kind of thing TCP error, TCP analysis. You can analyze the graph that you know how many packets are being set at what particular interval. All these kind of things, you know, graph. All these things will be available for you to further investigation. So actually, you know, when you are getting these kind of a thing, if there will be error, like you know. Okay, what is happening over there is, you know, like uh, we were talking about uh, again that spoof address. So if someone is confused in that, that what was that 167? So if you remember earlier, also we have used the same a spoof address will be like, you know, it will it is telling that window XP is doing this all attack while actually the Kali machine is doing it. So instead of Kali machine last time I was using 133 without any in the UDP one. So it was the 133 that was you know here. Now it is saying 167 is doing this attack. That is you know I am framing your XP machine, right? So this is the particular part for the spoof address that what we are using. So it looked like this is the you know attacker over here. That's why I am using that hyphen A to spoof. And I was telling you that different color coding and you know different tools are at our disposal in the your particular Wireshark even. Yesterday when we were talking about the Mac flooding that you know are poisoning, it can detect and give you that kind of a warning that two IP address appear on the same Mac address, that kind of a thing. Right? 
So this is something that can happen over there. So what we have to do? Continue without saving. So again, we will be restarting my Wireshark and going back over here to my HP. Okay, so this is something that what we can do. Okay, one thing is very simple as that. Now, if we want to go ahead and we want to do the ping of death. Okay, so before I start capturing these things, so let me just for a minute, let, let it be like this. Let me just take you for the idea. Remember ping of that is again that our, uh, you know, when we were talking about the protocol, uh, your volumetric one, right? So we were talking about the volumetric one and I was talking about the packet size, large packet size you will be sending to the target. So how these things that usually work. Let me just show you one thing. Okay. So this is the CMD where we are right now. Now. Okay, now if I will do something like this, I will go ahead and ping any website. Okay, so Google is replying me back saying that, you know, uh, I you know that this is the oh, they, they are sending this hexaforms of the IP addresses over here. So it is telling you that it is the 32 bytes of data. Right now so you are pinging that one with the 32 bytes of data means you're sending 32 bytes of packet. If you're familiar, I can change this size. Okay, if I want to increase it. So if I want to do, I can do something like hyphen L and from 32, I'm making it the 100 and enter. Now Google, I'm pinging it with the your 100 bytes okay 100 bytes over there so by this way remember i was telling you rfc standard is telling you that maximum packet size should be like you know 65535 now every company has the right to allow that what will be the maximum packet size that they will be allowing right so you know there could be the case that knowingly someone is sending the larger packet to consume it so they can put a limit like if i will do something like your again if i will limit increase the limit like 1000. So I am able to ping Google with the 1000 byte packet. Great. Then I will go ahead and I will change it to 2000. And you will see there will be no response from my Google. Why? Because it is not allowing the 2000 bytes packet. Okay. Now what we are going to do is this is the one thing and here now you are going to be in this part and this one is going to be the this time i know that you know packet which is not allowed is 2000 if i will go with the 1500 let's test this one out again Again, our requests are being timeout. Right? That means it is not allowing the 1500 bytes as well. So again, let me just uh, reduce something like, you know, make it like 50, you know, remove 50 from there. So make it like 1400. And this time I'm getting a response. So it is between 1400 and 1500. So you know what you are doing? Hit and trial kind of a thing. 1450. I'm trying to find that what is the maximum packet size that is allowed over there. Okay. 
so that later if you want to attack any website you can attack with that as well okay although i will be not attacking google you know i don't you know i don't have permission or anything okay so i'll be showing you in the matters flight itself how to do ping of that attack but just an example for knowledge purpose i'm sharing with you 1450 to 40 1500 somewhere in between so 1460 not allowed okay request is being time out the 1460 1450 and 1460 then somewhere in between okay is this not allowing me or my ip address no longer my google is responding me that could be also the case okay uh, again let me make it 51 okay 51 is working 52 again getting the response 53 no no response on the 53 so now it is safe for me to save that my google is allowing the packet size of the 1452 bytes right 1452 bytes over here okay so this is something that they are allowing as well they are allowing the 1452 bytes of my packet over here this one 1453 didn't give me the response so hit and trial now i know what is the maximum packet size allowed on my target itself so this is something that if you want you can do these kind of the tasks as well so once we are doing this thing now we will see how to do ping of that attack with the same hping3 so with the hping3 uh, let me just clear the whole screen okay let me do the hping3 and I will do hping3 and what I will use again what is the data packet size that I want to select with the hyphen D so I can define like more than that 65535 I can go 65540 right like this okay now I want to set the sin flag again hyphen s for port number 21 over there and I just simply want to go ahead and if you want to spoof your IP address, you can go ahead and have something like, you know, started. So already we captured a lot of files. So let me uh, refresh this Wireshark. Uh, come back to the my terminal and in here, uh, not this terminal, my bad, this terminal and give the target. nine okay this one and enter this okay oh one thing i forgot come on flood i didn't type flood over there that's why i was thinking why it is just pinging over there okay bye bad so this one thing that I need to, to do over here is hyphen hyphen flood. Okay, flood was missing. Okay, again, I will go in here. Clear all this thing, continue without saving. 
OK, now here I will again press enter and now it will be in the pinging will be in the flood mode. So lots and lots of packet will be there. So we have set the sin flag and start sending it and sending a lot of packet over there. So in few minutes, you know, the machine will start become slow and already because we are targeting 21. I am 100% sure 10 port number 21 will be down by now. OK, so yeah, if I will go ahead and again from this. Terminal. Uh, right, if I will do this thing. Connection closed, OK, so FTP 1. Try to go and connect and you will see FTP is again down. Right, so we can do this thing as well if you want to go ahead and do the your tasks like this. So, oh, no, FTP is up and running. Very good. So port number 21 we were targeting, right? Okay, so in the meantime, just stop these things and you will see the packets that we have captured. Okay, so all these things from your IP address to going to 149, sending the on the FTP itself, you know, and sending those, you know, your uh, where are the sin flag ones? Okay, a lot of packet has been captured. Okay, so FTP on the FTP it is being sent a lot. So you can see a heap of the your ports are over there. So yeah, I still it is just keep capturing. Okay, what happened to you? Look like the DOS attack happened on the Wireshark itself. Great. Okay, now in here again, let's just try to do the FTP. You can see SSH is not available already. Okay, it is kind of the okay, no issues. So again, I will try to go and do the FTP one. FTP is working, but SSH is not working. Great. And even my Okay, Wireshark is closing. So just a minute. Let's just close this thing and you can see we have already sent a lot of packet. Look like you know we were requiring a lot more packet to go over there and do these kind of a thing. Now, you know, you can try it on your own system. We can use the different different options with it. Okay, to go ahead and do the proper your uh, attack on the flag. I can change it with the you know different switches and all and you know use the different kind of the flavors as well in this whole scenario. So just a minute, stop without quitting, and this is something that is there. So one more thing that I would show you is going to be the using the HPing 3. We will use, you know, that UDP mode that we were using, right? So if I remember, 139 port is open over here. So if you want to flood that one, you can use the HPing hyphen P 139. Okay, so that one which we were running HPing 3 hyphen 2 or hyphen hyphen UDP, whatever you want to go with. Then port number like 139, which use the your UDP, you can use that and then you can simply go with the something like flood. Let flood this one over here. 
So it's just up to you that how you want to go there and check this one out and you do the flooding. You know, the different different options are always going to be presented to you by the different different ways. So UDP where you can go and do the UDP, there will be the port number like, you know, some port numbers if I will give you where you can try the UDP ones. You can use the port number 69, okay, for the TFTP, okay, port number 389, if you want to note them down, okay, port number 1900, port number 135, port number 17, okay, uh, port number your 161, okay, uh, I think 17 and 19 as well. So these are the some of the ports where you will be using them. Like port number 161 will be also, you know, that is used, which will be SN, SNMP version 2, right? Uh, RPC for 135. So like these are the different, different, your, uh, your ports where you can use the UDP itself, yeah? UDP flood and all. So these options are always going to be available over there that if you want to use them, you can always go ahead and check them out. So if you want to note these things, you can go ahead and have the quick look over here. Okay, so you have the UDP, UDP, and all the others as well. Okay, for the UDP, you can use these things. So if you want to note them down, uh, you can note these ports down over here. Okay, so here, if you have to do the acknowledgement attack, so you'll be doing what? Hyphen, hyphen, ack, and flag. Okay, simple like that you can have as well in here in your system. So these are the some of the examples that we have seen practically. Now, if we will be back at our slides, so some of the tools, okay, some third-party tools also you can use like LOIC, okay, which will be, I think, much better, okay. Then there is going to be the HOIC, low orbit ion cannon, high orbit ion cannon, Solaris, okay, you can download, this will be a Python-based script, okay, from the, uh, if you want to install it in your Kali, you can install it. Okay, just make sure you have the Python 3 support. Okay, Solaris, Hulk, Pyloris, are you dead yet? And there was one more, I, I forgot the name, you know, to start it, this was like, you know, RST, that was a framework, it's test testing framework. I think name was the Ravenstorm. You can download this one as well. Ravenstorm, okay. This one also you can use for the you know your DDoS purpose. Now, some countermeasures as well that we can discuss. Okay, very simple one. One of the very common which you might have heard like the load balancing. Okay, the traffic will be balanced between the different different nodes you can do. You can apply traffic filtering. You can increase your band bandwidth. Okay, you can use IPS systems. Okay, traffic filtering means which is allowed, which is not bandwidth. You can try to improve your bandwidth. Use load balancer, which will be redirecting the traffic and using the IPS system firewalls, which will be able to detect and prevent these, you know, uh, tell you IPS system and firewalls, which can prevent such IP address and such kind of a traffic as well. You can use CDN content delivery networks to properly deliver to your target doing the all the, you know, application level till the application level kind of the data transferring or data directions, content directions. They're implementing the rate limiting, what should be the rate, and then it is going to be, you know, one thing is educating your users, right? So these kind of the solutions are going to be in the particular scenarios 
if we talk about you know this is more on the defensive side but these are the some solutions that we can apply to get some of the results over here so this was uh, today's session regarding the dos itself right so i hope you guys have learned some things learned something new